0: Hello, Matthew, it's nice to see you today. My name is Matthew Horner, President, CEO, Director of Maple Gold Mines, operating in the Abitibi Greenstone Belt of Quebec, Canada, the number one rated mining jurisdiction on planet Earth, I'm happy to say. We have a 400 square kilometer land package partnered with Agnico Eagle. We have a maiden resource of 3 million ounces and growing, uh, and looking forward to coming out with some interesting results in the not too distant future.
1: Matthew, lovely to see you. I haven't seen you since July. Where have you been?
0: What's been going on? Just uh, hard at work drilling. Hard at work drilling. That's what's been going on.
1: But do you think that was the right um, call? You know, because, you know, you've got to get the story out there. And I think I, I noted last time we spoke, I said, you know, quite frankly, what's not to like about this story? But I felt you needed to talk to the market more. Um, but you haven't, you've kind of been quiet on that front.
0: If you ask my wife, she'd have a different opinion about the days away and the marketing we've been doing, uh, going to the normal conferences and being out there on uh, on social and doing videos. But um Yeah, in some respects, the market wasn't really there for that. The 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 appetite for these stories wasn't uh, all there. So, uh, although it may seem um, that way, we've been hard at work trying to message properly, and we always strive to do better all the time. And uh, with the upcoming information, I think we'll have more to talk about.
1: Right. Okay. So so let's maybe do a reminder then for, for some of our audience um, with regards to the assets, the three assets we're going to talk about. So what have you been doing since we last spoke on each of those? Any order you want? Let's
0: start with Eagle. Eagle, if I can remind the audience, is uh, a project that we own 100% of. It sits just adjacent to Telbell and it's in the Jutel land package that Ignico contributed to form the, the 50-50 joint venture. On that project, we did a 7,000-meter program completed uh, end of last year. The results came out in uh, mid-January, finally. Uh, the results confirmed exactly what uh, we had expected or hoped, uh, and 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 then some. There are very large high metal factor corridors there, parallel trends coming together, uh, sitting next to the historic mine horizons that uh, really confirmed what IGNICO had drilled off because they were the operator back up until 1993. Um, that there was a, a tremendous amount of high grade material there. And we wanted to confirm that with our own uh, program, and, and we did that. So that came out to the market, and uh, we were quite, quite pleased. The additional work we were doing uh, at the Tell Bell project sitting just adjacent was to test three targets uh, at depth. And when I say at depth, they're talking down to 1,600, 1,800 meters, and, and even deeper. That is because when we ran our 3D digitization, model, it showed us that they left behind some incredibly compelling high grade uh, targets when they shut the mine down to go build Laurent. And when we when I talk about high grade, I'm talking about 80 grams, 15 grams, 12 grams, 10 grams that were left uh, by them and not followed up on. Just as a reminder back then, Eagle tell Bell, they were mining uh, $350, uh, $350 uh, per ounce uh, gold price. Their average grades were six and a half grams, and their cutoff was uh, six grams. So this was a very, uh, a very profitable mine for them, even at much lower gold prices. So that's what we did at uh, at Bell The the news and assays from that uh, that endeavor will be coming out in the next uh, weeks and months to come. Finally, with Douay, uh, again we're we have the benefit of the best partner. You know, any junior mining company could ask for in Agnico, they're very supportive for what we're doing this year, which is testing the deeper structures that sit beneath the 3 million ounces that we've already identified. Why are we going forward with that program? They had success at extending the Malarctic mine and for the audience, Canadian Malarctic is the number one gold producing mine in in Canada. Uh, They own it now 100%. Uh, they're mining there at 2,000 meter depths. They find the ounces there in the sediments. Uh, and they extended the life of that mine considerably with this East Goldie uh, uh, discovery, uh, which was to the east of the Arctic and extended that by decades. Uh, Six million ounces at high grade, probably going to ultimately be double or triple that number of ounces as they move this forward. So we're looking for something similar at our project based on their uh, successful track record at a very similar size. Age of rock depth, etc.,
1: at the Arctic. Right. Okay. So you've got, you've got three projects advancing them through the, through the drill. bit. I'm I, I'm trying to build up a picture of, you know, given the strike record of where you, where you've worked, where the, where, the, where the teams come from, and your expectations, you know, and I can Eagle's expectations of you. You've got to get the right sort of data to tell you very very quickly whether you advance each one of these projects or not you mentioned some super deep stuff there, 1600 1800 meters right the, the grades are good different environment though you know um we've had inflation kind of rip rip through mining um at a, at a great rate of not COVID hasn't really helped and we're seeing economic studies just blown out of the water so for you how do you, what's the best use of your money to work out whether it's going to be an economic 3 million, 4 million, 5 million, 6 million answers versus just having answers in the ground? What do you do? Well,
0: we have to run our, our analysis carefully. Um, we, there's uh, Laurentian Bank and Paradigm came out with positive economic analysis for uh, what they consider the, the mind to, to ultimately look like. And I, I invite uh, everyone to go uh, take a look at those considerably higher share price predictions, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what what I do uh, as management of, of the company though, <clears throat> is to look at at Eagle tellbell We have a, a prior producing high grade project, which means all the underground infrastructure is already intact. As you know, uh, Matthew, building a, a a mine underground is more expensive than building a building in the air. You don't have to move air to put a uh, structure in place. To put structure below the ground, you actually have to muck it out and do a lot of things that take a lot of time and a lot of capital. Luckily for us at Eagle Tailbell that underground environment still exists. Uh, the shafts are in place, all the stopes are in place. We'd have to dewater it. But extending something and building on, on what was already there is a far uh, more efficient way of approaching a project than if you're starting from square one. So that's one way of looking at that as a, a very compelling potential restart. Uh, opportunity for us, and given what's happened in the Abitibi, there are a number of very, very important restart stories, namely Malartic, which nobody thought was going to work back when Sean Rosen picked it up, and it was $14 million market cap, and everyone thought it was a waste of time. You have to move a whole town, et cetera, et cetera. We know what happened there. It turned out to be a multi-billion dollar sale to uh, Niko and Yamana, and the number one gold producing mine now, and will be for Many years to come, the restart stories are all over the place in Alberta TV because of the change of the the gold price environment uh, and people. Uh, the best place to build a new mine is, in, they say, in the shadow of a head frame. We've all heard this uh, the old adage, but it is uh, always true and and, no, and very true in, in our case. So that's how we do it at that on that side. At DoA, the deeper drilling has got to be something that we get paid to go find so we'll get paid uh, at the near surface 3 million ounces plus that we've already delineated then finding where the the deeper plumbing sits will drive for the exploration efforts and also the economic studies and analysis.
1: No I, I appreciate all the kind of clichés okay you know you know th- th- this is true that that's true I'm, I'm more, I would well, I want to get into the weeds with you guys right you you've you've got a good team there you've got some good assets obviously with, um, with, uh, e- Eagle Tailbell. it's hundred percent yours versus the JV's that you, you, you obviously got on, uh, she talent and do and, it with like, like Nico. So is that what you're now viewing as your f- flagship? Cause obviously you've been paid to work on the other two projects and it's put you JV. It is, are we looking at the, the Eagle as your kind of focus, your flagship? Is that right? Well, is that where your money's going?
0: Our own personal money has got to pay for that. And it sits next to Bell, and they were it was a one mining operation in the past, and it, it will definitely be in the future. The joint venture, Ignico, will have to buy it from us uh, to the benefit of our shareholders. So that's a good thing for any Maple Gold shareholders to look forward to as a, as a potential upside win. So, yes, we wanted to confirm what they had found in the past at Eagle, that there's high-grade material left behind. Of course, that has positive impact on what's happening next door. When I say next door, they're literally connected uh, at, through a drift underground. There's the Eagle Shaft and the Tailbell Shaft. They started shallow, and they started with this deeper plunge. When you take a step back, and I one of the one of the key technical advisors, which we named since he le- and I last spoke, is uh, Paul Harbage, who's a very well-known uh, yeah, m- mine finder. He's had... A number of incredible wins in his past, ran gold, etc. Um, he was blown away by what he saw. Is a world class potential potential of all of our projects, and also if if you think about what are we doing actually at Eagle Tailbone, we have to confirm that there is sufficient mass to actually go and restart this and pay pay for the effort. But when you take a step back and you look at what the Airborne Mag and Geophysics showed in the past that showed this trend going from Jutel all the way on to the Dewey ground. It lit up like a Christmas tree. And so that some of the, the past explorers were on there drilling away. What they didn't know because they didn't have the data, because the, uh, digitization hadn't happened until we took this on was that actually it's plunging, it's plunging very clearly from where they started the effort, the mining effort to where they ended and that it looks like it's going further down so if you think about it here they are here here's the here's the geotel deformation zone heading to a uh, due here's where the plunge is going just down you can see this from the from the slides they were just sh- drilling too shallow too shallow they they didn't actually hit the targets that we can see is definitely lining up from where it's plunging down and from where they were mining in the past so we have the benefit of all this data uh, real data that's showing exactly where the plunge is going. And so we take a real step back and say, what's really happening here? How can this be a multi-generational, very large gold camp, which is what I believe it to be? It's only if you, the plunge continues, the pearls on the string, kind of is a really important factor to consider in any mining situation, any geologic setting. And I think for that's something we definitely have at the Eagle, Eagle Tailbell project. And it's going to continue, I think, all the way up back on the Douay. And I think this will be something that's uh, important for, for many years to come. This is why Agnico is involved.
1: Right. And and does, does it kind of get a little bit gray then? I said, you kind of got the two projects with, with the Agnico JV there. You've got your own project. Is the, are the lines getting blurred a little bit as a result of what you're finding?
0: I don't know if blurred is the right word. I mean... I, it's it. there's positive impact of one on the other. So if, we, if you call that blurred, I would say it's, uh, would, I'll put it a little different, differently.
1: Well, it's just in terms of your strategy, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? You you, yeah. you, you know, when we spoke, you had a very kind of clear, uh, this is how we're gonna approach this thing, but you are kind of like finding stuff, good grades, it's kind of, you know, even like you said, better than you thought. So, well, perhaps that strategy changes somewhat, maybe in terms of maybe even like Nico looking in and go, well, actually, do you know what, guys, maybe there's another conversation to be had here. I, I'm just trying to understand how these things evolve. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, it, they, there's no way, of, I don't think, it's impossible to imagine this hap- uh, getting restarted without combining those two. So that's another way of putting it. Uh, one will impact the other positively, and you, you can't deny the fact that what we found at Eagle is, is important. And next to our tell bell, when we come up with the results of the deeper effort, that's not going to be, you know, no mining company, no journey mining company is made on one drill program. That's just not the way it works. There are going to be more campaigns. It's going to have to go forward absolutely but what we're finding so far is compelling enough to keep us going and that, that's the important thing to keep in mind but what we're going for is not something very small we're not going for the scraps around what they mined in the past you know a couple hundred thousand ounces here and there we're going for what is really happening which is something they didn't look at in the past and we're now looking at, at for the first time what is really happening with this structure how did it plunge what is actually the potential size here an impact of, of this drilling effort,
1: right? Okay. The, the reason I'm asking is because everything you just said is going to take money. Yeah, it's going to take time, which yeah. is also money. And if you look at what's happened last year in terms of share price dis- destruction for most precious metal uh, companies, it hasn't really got much better in the first quarter of this year. So it's a case of, well, do we stick with the strategy? We burn through our own capital, or have we got enough here? And, and I appreciate sure what you're saying is like, you know, you, you, you know, one drill phase isn't usually enough but given the capital structure last year given the fact that this thing looks like it's going to need you know additional capital over you know the next two or three phases is there conversation with agnico is how do you how do you introduce new capital in there to do things you want or how do you you say actually maybe a more efficient way of doing what we need to do is x and i don't know what that is so what are the conversations that you're you're having given what the new data tells you well
0: even if bottom line i couldn't even tell you if it wasn't public the conversations but we're completing the year three of working with them uh, uh and their capital we'll have year four coming up next year which is the last year of the joint venture and then we'll have to think about how this proceeds forward um, are there other parties involved uh, what do we do from a from uh, an efficient way of uh, you know capital raising standpoint how does that make sense do we do we look at uh, m a opportunities to grow the the platform itself which i think would make not just us but the whole sector more relevant i think that there's too many junior explorers out there you, you need to have a number of them but but i think we probably have too many so those would be a way if you can find accretive ways to to uh come together uh, a smart way to tackle and answer the question that you just asked me. Like those are, those are definitely conversations we're having with other groups to figure out how do we team up to bring more wins to our shareholders? Uh, and this is something I think about on a daily basis. So there's no easy answer to that, but, uh, but we have to look at all, all, all aspects of the market, even in, and people go, why would you want to do anything like that when the share price is down? Well, on a relative basis, nothing's changed. If everyone else is down more, It could be accretive because then you become the name that people need to own because you're actually moving and shaking and, and making things happen. So these are the conversations we're having for sure. And that's what I can tell you about.
1: Those are the conversations. Right. OK, fine. I understand that. But, you know, you tell that to somebody bought in at 30 cents, right? They, 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 they're they, going to kind of care that well, what's going to happen, yeah. right? But you said something quite important that you said something that like this sector needs more consolidation. It needs a lot less stories out there. It needs a lot less companies destroying value out yeah. there because it has an impact on the industry as a whole. Right, that that's a real thing. So, in that backdrop, what are the things that you would point to about your story, your company, your people that you think are important and meaningful, and have a kind of you know re- reality, a fund- fundamentalism, fundamentalism, a fund- fundamentals to them that perhaps other stories which are just maybe a little bit more white noiseish. What, what's what's so special about you guys?
0: Very, it's very real that we have the answers that we have we have north of 3 million ounces. So $2,000, it's, you know, in C2, 6 billion. And you take off, I don't know, 80%, you're still left with 1.2 billion versus our mark cap of 50 million. So even if you give massive cuts to from a conservative financial modeling basis, you know, there's a clear thesis for uh, uh, making some, uh, owning some shares that's real we're sitting in the best mining jurisdiction on the planet which is uh, Quebec that's important we're not in South Sudan or, or some other places that you don't know what's gonna happen and you're not being nationalized but like uh, what's happening in South America so people can at least be calm about the fact that we're in the greatest place we have great resource we're in the great greatest place to mine on planet earth it's you know I always think about it, it's like if you have 50 million ounces of 10-gram material and you wanted to develop under, I don't know, the Louvre. It's never going to happen. It just uh, just won't happen. Uh, if, if you had that here versus Sudan, you can understand the, the value uh, difference. So we have a great jurisdiction. We have a great uh, number of ounces that's growing year on year. We have a team that comes from a lot of large mining companies and have the experience to actually do what it is that we're doing from the capital markets standpoint and also from a technical standpoint. So across the boards, I think we have uh, something that stands out in the crowd already, uh, and it would be a benefit to anyone watching to keep keep paying attention to what we're up to uh, for those reasons. There's a lot of, uh, and I, I don't want to disparage, uh, uh, you know, geologists, because you can't have a strong junior mining presence or a company without really, really good geologists. We think geologists are gods. So let's preface what I'm about to say with, with by saying that uh, that statement. Uh, that being said, often the case where you have geologists running mining companies who should be focusing on the project, not on running the company. So the symbiotic nature of how Robert Friedland operates his company. What I learned from him, working for him for many, many years, over a decade was that dance between the, the capital markets team and the technical team has to be very tight and they have to work together as partners to message what's going on, but also understand how to move a project forward. So it's it's a tricky business. Um, Robert likes to say, and, and I think he's right, mining is not for the intelligent. Uh, it's very hard, but when you get it right, it's a, it's a fun place to be. It, it,
1: it can be. Yeah. It can be an absolutely fun place to be. Here we're saying there because okay, you're saying that that's what that's how we stand out for, from from the crowd, and there is a big crowd um, here. Um, and I agree with you, cause consolidation for sure, or just quite frankly, I wish people would be a bit more honest and you know shut things down early. With with regards to your your money position, just so understand that I, I get the like, nickel JV in paying you, and you had ten million at the end of last yeah. year. Where, where are we at today? Yeah,
0: just under that. Um, I don't. I haven't looked at today, but it's nine
1: something like that. From that range okay so again you've kind of got optionality there in terms of if the market does kind of remain stagnant and i can't believe gold is <laughs> this year is a quite a bizarre environment so where, is it, where is it trading today
0: oh. around 2000 right just under
1: yeah 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 right you'd have taken that all day every day if i said that to you at the beginning of 21 and 22 and 23 right or 17 when i first started
0: this company when i first came to this spot it was twelve fifty, I think, or thirteen hundred. So if it gets to fourteen fifty or fifteen hundred, we're good, you know, because we assume our our costs are going to be around, you know, uh, lifting. It's going to be about $1,200, bucks, $1, twelve $1, fifty ish.
1: That's that's quite, it's quite I mean, yeah, I mean, does that, does that kind of weigh in your mind? I mean, again, a treat about you know, you know, when you get to bed at night, when you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about the share price. But in terms of the 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 market drivers, the can you can you make sense of them right now?
0: Uh, I think I think the the world is watching other commodities. Uh, they care about battery metals a lot right now. Uh, some other sectors are taking some of the, the wind out of our sails for a time crypto. A lot of people are confused and believing that crypto is actually a store of value better than the best performing commodity, which is gold over the last 26 years. Crypto is a sneeze by comparison from a time's perspective, how long gold has actually been money for human beings on planet earth for the last couple of years that crypto has been around that literally not even been a sneeze. Sneeze is too long to describe their relevant um, importance of, as a store of value over time. Uh, but that is having an impact. Uh, is And I, I tell you, watch out for uh, the next uh, little while. We're going to come up with some interesting campaigns on trying to bring some more eyeballs to the space with people who I think uh, Will speak to the general audience about why it is that what we're doing is important, and and why owning these junior gold stocks gives you a tremendous leverage to the upside as the gold tr- price continues to to uh, increase. Uh, and I think with with all markets, as we've seen in the past, the market always does does what what is required to confuse most of the people all the time. I think when it actually transpires that the junior gold equities have their run, it's going to happen. You know unexpectedly and dramatically and that's and you want to get in before that um, I think when the momentum hits this space which I think it will do um, human beings have been around for too long for that not to happen and keep in mind this the population of the earth isn't what it was hundred thousand years ago, 10,000 years ago, a thousand years ago, hundred years ago or 50 years ago we have an exponentially growing human population and a linear supply supply line. Um, I, I could figure, work this out in high school, age 10, age, uh, 10th, 10th grade, 11th grade, working with Mr. Thorne, my economics professor. I looked at those numbers. I said, that means that in, the commodities, generally speaking over time, are going to go up. That's it. We grow exponentially as human beings. Linear supply, it means that's a big gap between the two. So it, it's not just my theory, my opinion, This is exactly what is happening. We see the gold price increasing. We see all commodity prices increasing, home prices increasing. You layer onto that what's happening on the macro scale with uh, political uncertainty, uh, wars, banks collapsing, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. This is why I think this year gold may actually touch 2,500 or even higher this year with with some dramatic thing, uh, some dramatic catalysts. And if you want the torque, Uh, owning junior equities and, and ones in safe jurisdictions like Canada is a good place to go.